Yo, hello, hello, <laughs> hey everybody, hey, welcome, welcome to the Willing to Go Ham Show podcast, a podcast where I talk about anything and everything under the sun, above the sun, to the side of the sun, uh, catty corner to the sun, diagonal, adjacent, I don't even know what the hell adjacent means, man, you know, the shit just sounded cool. Anyways, uh, hey, real quick, again, shout out to everybody out there who took the time to listen to the podcast, to the podcast. I said podcast. What am I talking about? Um, that took the time to listen to the podcast. It truly means a lot to me. Uh, your positive feedback uh, is something that I really, it, it fueled my fire, even on my, my worst days. Just knowing that I have people out there that can believe in what I can do, excuse me, that can believe in what I do. On top of my belief of what I can do as well. So whether it's positive, negative, at least I know that you guys listen. Um, but I got some good news. Check this out. So today I was talking to one of my friends and she told me that she listened to the podcast. She said she liked it. And I had another friend who said that, hey, I want to subscribe. I said, all right, well, cool. Go on ahead. So he found the app Anchor, right? So he, found, he downloaded the app. He asked me, well, how do I subscribe? Me being a complete idiot, I had no idea. I'm like, oh, I don't know. So I went back and asked my friend. I said, Hey, how does my friend, uh, or how does, uh, how does he, how does he subscribe? She goes, Oh, I just found it on iTunes. Yo, when I when I heard that, <laughs> my mind, I, I was just like, Huh? iTunes. So I went to iTunes and I said, There's no fucking way I'm on. I'm on iTunes. Again, sorry for the language, guys. If you do have young children, I do tend to use uh, language from time to time. So please, 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 this is a huge disclaimer, please. Uh, listen to this while you're dusting your house or something. Or uh, if you got some storage in the back or you know, if you work on the Ford plant assembly line, just, just listen to me then. Uh, unless you don't care about what your kids hear. Anyways, so I went to uh, iTunes or I went to the uh, podcast app. On, on my uh, Apple iPhone. I'm not sure if it's available on Androids, and I don't blame it because nobody likes Androids, and I don't trust people with Androids. So anyways, I, I typed in my name. I typed in Willing to Go Ham Show podcast, and there it was. So what I'm saying to you is if you have an iPhone, uh, I'm not really sure if I'm going to upload this on SoundCloud yet. I, I mean, I have to figure out how I'm going to do that. But if you have an iPhone or if you have – I mean, if you have – the Anchor app, you can still listen. But if you have an iPhone, now <laughs> all you got to do is simply uh, subscribe to my podcast and it pops up. And that's uh, it's called, like I said, Willing to Go Ham. That's W-I-L-L-I-N-G. And that's two, number two, go ham, H-A-M, podcast. And you're going to find it right there. When I heard that, dude, I, I, I couldn't function all day at work today. This is something I've wanted to do for a while, and that's upload all my podcasts to that platform. Um, and I, <laughs> I got to say, I, I was I was thoroughly, thoroughly pleased that that had happened. And it wasn't even much of – all I had to do was just submit it. And I guess it goes through the process in iTunes, and and then boom, you know, it's just – it's there. So uh, quick shout-out to Kelly and Isaiah for helping me uh, – understand that concept so uh that's enough for the introduction oh by the way damn see i think i'm forgetting everything if you guys would please be kind if you hear this podcast do me a huge favor and hit that like button and give me a five-star rating 
subscribe, whatever. Good comments, bad comments. I just want something. Okay. Maybe I might even do a segment where I read off the comments. So I'm actually currently, uh, oh, I'm also going to do an email, an email bag as well. I'm creating that as well. I'm not sure what I'm going to call it, but I'll let you guys know here soon enough. Anyways, let's get this podcast going, man. I got got, got a couple things that I I, I wanted to talk about. Uh, One of them does include Stormy Daniels. Another one includes Odell Beckham. Uh, and what and what the hell's going on with him? Uh, this is kind of this might be a little sports entertainment uh, heavy, so I'll discuss that. I'll discuss uh, my thoughts on the Dominican Sioux and the uh, Los Angeles Rams. The difference between Carson Wentz and uh, Jared Goff, and I think someone asked me to speak on my thoughts on the Chiefs. Is that that's shocking? But I, I won't be biased, and I won't I won't troll. I'll give my honest opinion on that. And I also have some other uh, news tidbits and things I want to discuss as well. So if you made it this far, I really appreciate you. Let's get this podcast going. All right. So uh, over the weekend, I took the liberty of recording the 60 Minutes interview uh, with one porn star by the name of Stormy Daniels. Uh, Blonde hair, blue eyed, big titties, you know. Um, uh, you know, here's the thing. Don't, don't, don't BS yourself, fellas. I'm sure at one point in life, you were all teenagers and (laughs) it was late at night. I'm sure you all had Cinemax. She's been on a couple movies that I've seen, uh, back in the day, uh, when I would, (laughs) not to be creepy, but I, there'd be times I'd be watching movies on Cinemax. I wake up and I see this chick, uh, although she's older now, uh, attractive. She's still, she's pretty attractive for her age. I would say so myself. Uh, she's been in a plethora of uh, flicks and things of that nature. Uh, mostly, I think they call it soft porn, but whatever. Uh, she still did it, you know. Uh, anyways, uh, she is she's actually uh, making headlines as of now because I guess she is coming out and she's saying that uh, she had an affair with. Excuse me, she had an affair with. Uh, the president of the United States of America, Donald Trump. Now, one of the things that I thought was interesting about this interview is that, I mean, now they're, 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 they they have all this evidence, they say, and I guess they're making a big deal about how they have, they have the, there's a CD, her lawyer, they're out to get money, okay? They're, they're out to get this money. And uh, they're trying to, I guess, trap Trump into... Uh, I, I, I guess making him look like a bad person is kind of sort of what I got, what I thought. Now she had actually been paid off. I believe it was, I think $130,000. I think is how much she was paid off. It's kind of like hush money. So reason why she came out and now she wants to do this. I'm not really sure. It doesn't really make sense to me, but uh, alleged it's alleged that she gave back the money to Trump. She gave it all back every Every last cent she gave it back, uh, I think, with the hopes of possibly writing a book, uh, as well as, uh, I don't know, kind of trying to spill the beans on, on the president of the United States, uh, which isn't shocking. I mean, infidelity in the White House isn't something that's new. I mean, John F. Kennedy, I mean, we all know that he, that, that dude had got more ass than the toilet seat, and he also got... Uh, Marilyn Monroe as well, which if you guys don't know that, you guys can actually look all this up. 
Uh, Thomas Jefferson, I think he had multiple, uh, not multiple wives, but he cheated on his wife with a slave and made a mixed baby, allegedly. I don't really know if that's true or not. Uh, oh, Bill Clinton, Mr. Bill Clinton himself, man. Yeah, Bill, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Yo, Bill, I forgot. Yeah, Bill Clinton was in the White House, man. He had, yeah, you know, you you think he was watching this. I, I, I bet Bill Clinton was watching this uh, segment. <laughs> and he's probably thinking to himself, he's like, man, let me tell you something. <laughs> I really wish if Stormy would have came to my, if she would have came to me. Hey, there was no telling what would have happened. Because we all know at the end of the day, I don't think Hillary really gave a shit, man. I don't think Hillary cared, man. I think they might have had an open an open marriage, but, you know, like, I'm, I'm sure Bill Clinton is just sitting there, and he's like, see, it wasn't just me. It was him, too. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry if my Bill Clinton impression is terrible, but, you know, whatever. So, anyways, I'm watching this, and a couple of things that I got that I didn't understand um, from from the segment. So she said that she was in a supermarket and that she was approached uh, by a man who had come up after this is after they had had this affair or whatever. And uh, he said, he said to her, you know, it'd be, a, it'd be a shame if something were to happen to this girl's mother. She, she said they looked in the back seat and she took that as a threat. Now I, I don't think she has any proof of this happening. You know, because what they're trying to do, they're trying to create a smear campaign, which if Donald Trump gets impeached, whether he's impeached or not, I really don't care. But they're trying to create a smear, a smear campaign to get him out of the office. They're trying to Bill Clinton him, basically. And I think this has happened time and time, like many, many times. And um, it's probably not going to work like they're like the liberals are doing everything in their power to get him out of office. Like, I, I thought Obama was the most hated president, man. But, I mean, Trump is up there. I, this dude's on the news. Uh, and if you guys don't follow him on Twitter, oh, dude, this dude is a mad shit talker, man. That's one of the things I, I, I will say that I like about Trump is that he's on Twitter. And, like, he's constantly, like, he's attacked Steph Curry. Uh, he's come at, uh, who else has he come at, man? Um he hasn't mentioned anything about LeBron James or anything like that, but he has come at Steph Curry. I think he mentioned something about the – he also mentioned something about the Warriors not wanting to come to the White House and basically saying, like, fuck them anyway. Or, no, he uninvited them. He disinvited them, sent the invitation, took the invitation back. Uh, he's coming he's come at Obama uh, on Twitter regarding his birth certificate. I mean, dude, like, dude, dude's a loose cannon, man. Uh, he, he's quite, he's very entertaining to watch, man. Although I don't agree with a lot of his, uh, uh, issues. I, I, I personally, I can say this, I don't have a problem. Like just because you're black man and you don't share the same outrage that everybody else does about Trump, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, this make you a less of a black person or less of a person. Like I truly don't care. I got way too much shit going on in my life, man, to see what's going on. Typically, if I want to see what's going on, I go on Facebook and people give their tidbits and two cents on Trump, but they have no clue what's going on in the world anyway. Anyways, back to this interview. So I get sidetracked a lot. So um, she, then, I don't know why she did. I'm not sure if she didn't go to authorities or if she did go to authorities, but like, I guess Trump has had a history of, uh, of threatening people. Like he's had a history of kind of doing thuggish behavior. That's kind of been swept under the rug uh, to the American public. Now I'm not sure if this, if this is due to his status, but I mean, the dude's got enough money to, 
pay pretty much anybody off. Um, also, uh, another thing I thought was interesting during the interview was she talked about the interaction with Donald Trump. Now, this part is what kind of got me. So I guess she he met her. They met each other at some event and. They got they they were texting and Donald Trump. I'm how awkward can can that be? Like imagine being a woman and texting Donald Trump and he's sitting there talking dirty to you. Like I don't know what to do. Like that's just I, he doesn't seem that he doesn't seem like that smooth of a guy. Like I bet you Donald Trump hired somebody to say, "Hey, get that girl. I want that. I, I want that girl." And the guy's like, "All right, all right." He's like, "Say something smooth. I wanted to come back to my room." You know, sorry, Trump impression is shit. I know, but who cares? <laughs> but but you you can picture this. Close your eyes and picture this. Don't now if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But if you if you're somewhere, just close your eyes and picture this. And he signals her over. He's got his bottom lip out, and his and his hair's just swaying. Got that got that sideways fucking toupee on his head. <laughs> and he's he's spitting game to her via text message. So I guess she had went up to his room in one of the hotels that they were staying at. He was staying at, and. uh she said that they watched episodes, uh, I guess it was Shark Week. So Donald Trump hit Stormy Daniels with the old Shark Week and chill. Look, I can't even get chicks to Netflix and chill. But if this motherfucker can get girls to, to Shark Week and chill and sit there and take that, bro. Kudos to you, Mr. Trump. I got to say, but you know, that, that that proves to me that money is power because that chick, there's no such thing as someone being out of your league. If you believe that to be so, then I guess you're a weak-minded person. But apparently Trump doesn't believe, he doesn't believe that, man. I mean, he sits there uh, for the most part looking like a, a, a scrotum dipped in Cheeto dust, and he managed to pull this chick <laughs> and pay, I'm not sure if he paid her off, but she said that the interactions were all, um, they were all they were all transactional. So I mean, I'm sure she was getting compensated for this. Uh, she said that she wasn't attracted to him whatsoever. I don't see who would be attracted to him. Uh, must be the money, hey? Eh? Like I said, man, money is power. And I think I think we all know that already. But said she wasn't attracted to him. Uh, then she also mentioned a, uh, a an interaction that they had where they were watching Shark Week, and um, she went to the bathroom. Came back and he is standing there with his pants down. <laughs> now imagine that. Like he's just sitting there. He's like, Are you gonna are you gonna do this or not? <laughs> like, like he was ready to go. He's he's popping had had Viagra in his back pocket, you know what I'm saying? Just popped a couple pills, took a swig of some water, and he's sitting there, he's like, All right, Trump, let's go get her. Let's go get her. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a horrible Trump impression. I don't watch enough TV to see him, but yeah, yo, like, so obviously she was shook, but she did her thing. So now I guess the plan of action is to give back every all every penny that he got from her or that she got from him. And uh, she's probably going to try to double that. She's probably going to, I mean, uh, or I think it was 150000 or somewhere in the, it was, it was, it was six figures. So she's probably looking to double what she got um, while, I don't know, I guess, uh, trying to get her story out there, but they're trying to make this into uh she didn't have a choice or she was forced to. No, man, this was purely transactional. Okay. It's very disturbing, but it, it was, it, it's a common transaction, I think. And so, I mean, I, I, the way I look at it, it was kind of an odd and eerie story to say the least, but 
you know what I'm saying, man, the president did his thing, man. She did what she did, what she does best. Uh, let's fucking get money, I guess. I mean, <laughs> that's basically what it is. Uh, excuse my language, but that's what she did, man. So, I mean, I, I see nothing wrong with the situation. Uh, but I don't see this getting Trump out of the White House. I, now, I do think that if she can prove that she was threatened, then I think that's when Trump is going to have some issues. I think then is when the problem goes, okay, so now you're, you're, you're extorting her, you're trying to scare her, you're threatening her with harm. If Stormy Daniels can prove that, that might be a case against Trump. But if she can't prove anything, this is just going to get swept under the rug and be forgot about tomorrow. It seems like every time they try to throw stones at this man, Donald Trump is like, imagine Donald Trump in his suit, right? He's got that, 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 that mean mug on his face and people are shooting him with bullets, bullets being like hate mail. And we hate, we want to kill you. And he's just dodging them like Neil from the major. He's just like, nope, nope, not going to stick. Nope. I don't think so. Ah, nice shot. And bullets just, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. he's, whoosh. Ah, nice try. Whoosh. Oh, you missed. <laughs> he's like Agent Smith. All the bullshit that's coming at Trump, he's just like noodling his, noodling his way through the shit, man. Like, I got to say, he's very, very shifty. He's a very shifty guy. It's like the media can never, ever, ever get this, man. But <laughs> that was just a, overall, this is just, just an odd segment, to say the least. All right, now, Odell Beckham Jr., okay, star wide receiver of the New York Giants, New York football Giants, uh, has found himself in quite a uh, quite a storm of bullshit that's going on in his life right now. I didn't know Odell Beckham was unstable. I could never could have guessed it. Seemed like a normal guy. But the minute he started getting beat up by field goals and fighting other, you know, players on the opposite team and crying and uh, punching walls and growling at himself after the playoff loss to the to the Green Bay Packers. I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming. I had no clue that he'd be like this, but now the story it all makes sense. So, um just recently, Odo Beckham was out with one of these insta thoughts which doesn't make any sense to me as to why he has them around anyway. Because they like to record everything. Uh, and that's no offense to women who have Instagram. But, you know, I would imagine Odell would have been smart enough to have a bodyguard say, hey, uh, let me get that phone. But obviously he was not in this case. So I guess he's in a hotel room. And uh, he's smoking what looks to be a blunt. And she looks to have some cocaine or what looks to be cocaine in her possession. And... uh Basically, it's not a good look for, for Odell Beckham. Now, what they didn't talk about, which wasn't put on enough emphasis, which if you guys want to check out the video, they didn't talk about the pepperoni pizza that Odell had. That pepperoni pizza looked good as hell. Look, forget the drugs. Forget the chick. Forget the cocaine. Forget the weed in Odell's hand. Look at that pizza. Like, seriously, that, that pizza, look I, I, look, I would do some coke. Excuse me. I would do some coke for that pizza, man. That pizza looked amazing. So, I, I, I guess um, when he when he decided to, to to get into the limelight, Odell Beckham wasn't cognizant as to what was going on around him. Now, since he didn't tell her, 
that, hey, you might want to put that phone away. It went viral on TMZ. It went viral all over Twitter. The Giants didn't want to comment on it. They said they deal with it. Bada bing, bada boom. A couple weeks later, Odo Beckham tells the media, or he, I don't know who he told, but word got out that if he wasn't going to be paid as the best wide receiver, he wasn't going to come, he wasn't going to play. Well, now you leave the Giants in a pickle. Well, not really, because I think it's pretty self-explanatory as to what they're supposed to do. But um, looks like the Giants are probably going to trade Odell. And I'm totally cool with that. I think for as great of a career as he's had, he's a polarizing figure on that on that team. The Giants really haven't won shit with him. So you can you and like it sucks because like you can't replace a talent like him because he's so good. But it's like what good is, is he? What good does he do, man? Like he's a stat accumulator. That's basically what he is. He makes one-handed catches. Uh, all the girls think he's cute. He's got <laughs> he's got Cheetos puffs all in his hair. You know, he's different. Uh, but he can be a head case. So I think um, what they're probably going to do is they're probably going to trade him for a multitude of picks, which makes sense, given that he's a talented receiver. Now, where he ends up, that I don't know. I think it makes sense to trade him, give him a fresh start. Maybe he can go to a team that, is willing to pay him as such. Um, I think the Giants don't want to invest that much money. I think that, and him and Eli really don't have a like great chemistry. Like he doesn't really have great chemistry with Odell. But and I, I, I don't think Eli Manning's going. I think he's coming back. He should. He, I think he's coming back this year. Uh, but if I were the Giants, I would draft a quarterback. But seeing as how they treated him last year. And they benched him for Geno fucking Smith, which didn't make any sense to me. But um, I think Odell's out of here. I could see him going to L.A. L.A. makes a lot of sense. Uh, he wants to be a star. Let him be a star out there. Uh, I heard that Cleveland is also in the market for him. Also makes sense because his best friend Jarvis Landry also plays out there. Now, and the fact that he said he wants to be paid as the best receiver, like how, like what has he really done, man? Like Odell is a top five receiver on skill and talent alone, but if you look at his credentials, man, no, I would take. There's a couple guys I would take ahead of him, um, just for the sheer fact of, like, playing the the the, the position of receiver. Like, I would take Antonio Brown, Julio Jones. A.J. Green, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, and I would take DeAndre Hopkins over him. Like, like I don't know. I, I feel like him and Dez are in that same category. Like, Dez Bryant can put up good numbers, but he really isn't a guy that you can count on. Like, Odell, you can count on Odell, but all those clutch catches that he makes, man, he 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 they they lose, like, he can, Odell could have a great game and they still lose. But it's funny because the opposite happens. So if Odell doesn't have a great game, if Eli Manning learns to spread the ball around, well, then the Giants win the game. It's a, I mean, it's that simple. That's just what I see. So I think it would be a fresh start for Odell to go off and do his own thing. Uh, perhaps maybe they trade Odell out of the division. They'd trade him out of the conference completely 
Get them over to the Browns. You know, get them over to, I don't know, whoever, man. I, I think that they, they wouldn't trade him. There's no way in hell they trade him to the to the. Uh, somebody said the Eagles. I'm like, what? What? That's not gonna happen. That would never happen. <laughs> Odell, Odell would never. He, he won't be an Eagle. Believe me on that. Um, so I, you know, I, I hope he does. I hope he does well. I hope everything goes well for Odell. Um, he's a troubled. He seems to be troubled. I think he suffers from uh, having a megalomaniacal. Uh, kind of a personality, you know, where he thinks that everything's about him. And he, he really, he, he just, I, I, he's young, but you can only use that for so long. So I think the Giants are probably going to start all over again. So, hey, I'm all for trading Odell Beckham. Uh, if it means you get a, a, a lot of draft picks for him, go for it. I don't care who you trade him to, but I think it's something that the Giants clean the house anyway and just start fresh. All right, so I'm going to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, now, although I'm not a, I'm not the biggest fan, uh, more so I'm not, you know, I, people think I'm a hater, whatever. Um, but I had somebody that asked me to talk about him, so I, I would do so. So you get rid of Alex Smith, you're starting your rookie quarterback, you get rid of Mar- Marcus Peters, you cut Derek Johnson, cut Tom Mahali. And uh, what 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 do I think next season will look like? Well, I can say this about Patrick Mahomes. Um, I didn't see very many games uh, of him in Texas at Texas Tech. I saw a game where he played against Kansas. I saw the game when he played against Texas, and I saw a game where I think he they played. Was it? I think it was either Oklahoma State. I don't know. It's one of those Big Twelve schools. Um, so I look at a guy like him, and I look at Andy Reid, and what are his intangibles in an offense? Now, Andy Reid likes to throw the ball. He likes to throw the ball a lot. When he was with Philadelphia, he threw the ball a lot. And he likes strong, kind of mobile, rocket arm quarterbacks. Does that remind you of anybody? Huh? 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 Nope. Anybody? Bueller? No? Okay. So when I look at Patrick Mahomes, he reminds me, this is just my opinion. My opinion. He reminds me a lot of Donovan McNabb. In a sense that he has a strong rocket arm now, he's not the not the most accurate. McNabb wasn't always accurate. I mean, he kind of overthrew some balls, threw into tight coverages. Ball got picked off. It happens. But you got to expect that. So I look at Mahomes and I look at how he how he's built his arm strength. He might have actually had a better arm than McNabb. Um, but I like Mahomes in this offense. I think the reason why Andy Reid is putting a huge emphasis on speed, specifically with the Kansas City Chiefs, um, it's very reminiscent of the Philadelphia Eagles season where I think it was 2008, 2009 season where they had, uh, they had McNabb, Westbrook, Jeremy Macklin, Deshaun Jackson. Uh, who was the other receiver? I don't even remember who the slot. Oh, Jason Avant. They had all those guys. Now, 
Why it reminds me of them is because they had all speed. Uh, McNabb liked to complete passes downfield because he knew that he had receivers who can get under and make plays, i.e. Tyreek Hill, Chris Conley, and now the newly acquired Sammy Watkins, who's a little overpaid. But, you know, I'm not the GM. I don't write the checks for the Chiefs so they can do what they want. Um, I think that it's a lot. It's very reminiscent of that of, of that Eagles team, and which wasn't very good on defense. Now, I'm not sure what the Chiefs are going to do on defense. I mean, you gave away your best talent on defense or next to best talent on defense in uh, Marcus Peters. You don't have a you don't have your linebacker Derek Johnson who was aging, but he proved to be pretty good. Um, D Ford to me doesn't really impress. Excuse me, he doesn't really impress me. But I um I just I you know I you know I, I think I think what they're gonna do, man. The Chiefs are gonna want to put up a lot of points. You have Kareem Hunt who was I think he was yeah, he was rookie of the year and also led the league in touchdowns. Uh, only I, I, barring that Zeke was out, you know. So, but still, Kareem Hunt did his thing this year, and I think Andy Reid is going to want to lean very, very heavily on him because I think Mahomes' success is going to come from the success of the 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 success of the run game. Jeez, I can't even get my words out. It's going to come from the success of the work of the run game and how that's going to go. A lot of play action. I think that Mahomes is going to want to he's going to want to move around. I'm not sure what the Chiefs O line is looking like. Uh, wasn't really a fan of Mitchell Schwartz. Not a fan of Eric Fisher. But, you know, it's a good thing he can move around in the pocket a little bit. You're going to need him to dance around some. So I think that <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes coming out of the draft last year, in my opinion, I think that he had the highest ceiling. And I think he also had the highest floor. Like, I think that his floor was was wasn't it, it wasn't bad. Well, okay, it could have been. It, it was it was. I don't know. I, I felt like he at, at worst he could be Jay Cutler, like just because he's a, he's a gunslinger. But I think that his talent transcended his floor. So I think that's why the Chiefs went up and they got him. Now, my opinion, I think the Chiefs could have waited. I think Deshaun Watson was actually projected to go in the second round. Uh, but he fell to the Houston Texans. So I think the Chiefs would have waited. They could have got they could have got him. I, I think so. I think that um Mahomes is the better quarterback, but or he's the more talented quarterback. He has more upside, but I think that Deshaun Watson to me is he's phenomenal. I mean, he's great. But I think the Chiefs got a pretty good they got a pretty good deal with this guy Mahomes. Um and I've actually met Patrick Mahomes. He's a cool guy. I met him at a Future concert, just a side note. I met him at the Future Amigos concert. Yeah, dude had a hot dog in his mouth uh, while holding all these nachos. And I was like, hey, what's up, man? He goes, hey, what's going on? And kind of dapped me up and just left. That was that. But I think he's a hell of a quarterback, all trolling aside. Okay. I think the Chiefs should have a good season. It, just, it really just depends on what everybody else in the AFC West is doing. Um, as far as where they'd want to go uh, with that. So uh, that's about all the Chiefs talk that I want to do for one day. I, and I'm giving them too much credit, to say the least. But I don't know. Good luck in the season, though. 
All right, so so uh, this is uh, probably the final segment that I'm going to do for the night. I'm actually getting tired and have to be up for work in the morning. So I do want to take this time again to say, you know, to give thanks to everybody who has downloaded, who has listened, who's given me a lot of positive feedback. Um, I just want to say you guys are – I motivate myself, you know, whether people are to listen to this or not, I motivate myself because this is a dream that I want to, I want to fulfill. I want, I want to make this happen. Okay. I have big dreams, big, you know, big dreams, big visions uh, for where I want this podcast to go, what I want it to be. And, um, I, I gotta say, I the amount of support that I've gotten so far, it's words. Can, I can't even put into words. I, I was actually speechless. Uh, some of the reviews, people, you know, who have subscribed, which I, I can't see on iTunes who has subscribed or who hasn't. So I am, like I said, I am currently on iTunes. Uh, the name of the show, it's the Willing to Go Ham podcast. Uh, W-I-L-L-I-N-G to go H A M podcast. Uh, I know I said that in the beginning, but you know, got to get that out there again. Um, so that was fun. I, I definitely had a lot of fun doing that. Um, and this is something I could see myself doing for a long, long, long time. Uh, to talk sports, things like that. So uh, every episode will get better. Again, I'm sorry for the vulgar language. That doesn't make me a bad person. Actually, they said there's a study that people who swear are actually intelligent. I I don't know how true that is or not. That sounds like something somebody somebody made up. But, um, again, thank you, guys. Thank you so much for the the words of encouragement. Definitely means the world to me. So uh, do me a huge favor. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, it's on iTunes. I think you can also subscribe on. Well, it's only on iTunes. So hit that subscribe button <laughs> uh, on iTunes. Or I'm also on the Anchor app as well. Um, God, man. It, I have a ways to go. Believe me. This is the pre-pre-episode, episode three. Uh, the official episode will not start until sometime in April. Hopefully when Q can get this going. I'm going to mention Q's name every episode until this actually happens. So shout out to Q, you know, shout out to my guy Q, uh, a.k.a. my neighbor. We actually live in the same apartment complex. So, oh, also leave comments, too, if you want. Uh, I look forward to reading the comments. I'm actually going to read comments. Um, If you guys want to leave anything nice, I'll be sure to do a segment of just reading comments. Funny, you know, say what you want, you know, good or bad, I guess. More, But more good, though. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Anyways, uh, my name is Christian Willingham. This is the Willing to Go Ham Show podcast. And I'm out. Okay. All right. My bad. I knew I was forgetting something. I knew. Oh, damn. I knew I was forgetting something. So uh, I am going to create an email, which doesn't take long to do so. But I, I just came up with this literally as I was getting done with this podcast. Um, But I will set up an email. And you guys can email me any questions uh, if you guys need advice on something. I'll keep it anonymous if, if it's for advice. 
Um, or just send me some things that you'd like me to talk about. If you guys want to give a good rating to the show, uh, if you guys want to give a bad rating to the show, uh, you know, whatever, you know, whatever. I, I, that's, I knew I was forgetting something on the way out. Uh, what else did I want to discuss? While, while I'm on here now, oh, yeah, if you also want to be on the show, please contact me. If you already, if you already have my number, uh, hit me up. Give me the topics that you want to talk about, and uh, we can kind of sort of hash out things from there. That's, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's completely optional. I do have a couple people that I, I want to have come on uh, that I have discussed with, uh, like in the past couple of weeks, I've discussed with some people who said they want to come on and um, hopefully I'll have my second guest uh, come on and they can speak on whatever it is they want to speak on. And as far as that part two of chopping it up with Lou, I, uh, I'm going to upload that sometime. I think that, that was probably the better half. Anyways, uh, peace. I'm out.